This is Big F for Joe, and you're listening to the Memphis Continental Wrestling Podcast. Without Memphis, there'd be no hardcore, and obviously we all know where that leads. Live your best life, die your best death. This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. You know, I've been in this industry for a long, long time. And you know, I got my start right there in Memphis, Tennessee. So what better person than to give a little intro to the only podcast in the UK that specifically talks about Memphis wrestling. That's right. We're talking about Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Folks, sit back, grab you a cup of hot tea. Hope you enjoy it. Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Got a doggone good-looking show lined up. This is the future, baby, and Jimmy Hart's here. You're not in the same caliber as I am. Who's the greatest wrestler in the world and why am I? You're acting like a hoodlum now. Come on, quit it! Hello again wrestling fans and welcome to the studios of the Old Bakery as we get ready to give you another exciting week here at the UK's number one and only Memphis wrestling related podcast. We are the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. I am as always your host Mr Luke Dennings hoping the podcast finds you fine and dandy here in the middle of November. Ladies and gentlemen we have done it. We have reached the end of 1983. Today's show we are covering the 24th and the 31st of December 1983. Notwithstanding that please do not forget to follow us on Twitter at MemphisCast, X whenever you want to call it. You can also find us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash at MemphisCast. You can also find us on Pro Wrestling Tees, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash MemphisCast. Do not forget to subscribe here on our home, the place to be wrestling network, home of great shows such as Wrestling's Chicken Salad, NWA Saturday Special, PTBN's Main Event, Nation Invasion, Highway to the Impact Zone, Hamburg All Stars, Monday Night Project, and many, many other great shows brought to you on a near daily basis. You can follow the network on Twitter at PTBN Wrestling. And next week, we are coming to the WrestleCopia Network. We're not leaving place to be, do not worry. But if you want to find us, if you just want to find us on a network, you can find us WrestleCopia, home of the hard-working Ray Russell, who brings you great shows like the Wrestling Memory Grenade, covering 1987 going into 1988 WWF, the Regional Wrestling Show, where Ray and his co-hosts talk the territories, be it Jamie Ward talking 81 Georgia, or Roman Gomez talking 86 UWF, they have you covered. There's also the Wrestling Stoop with Bob Roop, uh, a brand new podcast um, with the legend of professional wrestling, Bob Roop. You can find many, many other great shows that Ray uh, handles, he hosts, produces, whatever you want to call it. You can find those on the WrestleCopia Twitter, at WrestleCopia. That is W-R-E-S-T-L-E-C-O-P-I-A. They are also available on all good podcast suppliers. And also, you can follow our sister network, the North-South Connection, available on all good podcast suppliers. Home of great shows such as New General Mission, Wrestling Warzone, Alakawa Kisi, Extreme Three-Way Dance, Cronoso, and many, many other great shows. You can find them on Twitter at Pod Network. They also have a YouTube to search North South Connection on YouTube and you can watch some of those podcasts in video form. Please visit whenitwascool.com for podcasts, articles and much more on retro pop culture, comics, wrestling, movies, TV, toys, history and more. I'd just like to thank Dragon King Carl for uh, the 1983 edition of his uh, book. 
I will be using that for the last time today. Uh, next week we will be using the 1984 version, which will be uh, exciting. Last week we covered the 19th of November and the 17th of December 1983. We saw New Faces, Macho Man, Lawler vs. Russia, Midgets, as well as all the, all the usual awesomeness around the territory. Before we head down the ringside, it's a quick, it's a short week this week. There's not a lot happening. Uh, where did we finish last week? We Hold on. 17th, did we? Uh, yes, so on the 18th of December, Carlos Colon defeated NWA World Heavyweight Champion Ric Flair in a no-disqualification steel cage match in Bayamon, Puerto Rico, but did not win the title. Also on the 18th, if you can hear something, that's the dog that he's playing with his balls, he's going mental. Uh, also on the 18th of December, Barry Windham begins wrestling under a mask in Florida, the dirty yellow dog. And finally, for this part of the uh, show... On the 24th of December, Boxing Day, Kerry Von Erich defeats the NWA World Champion Ric Flair in San Antonio, Texas, but did not win the title. We've got a lot more action coming up because obviously tomorrow in canon is Christmas Day. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's head down to ringside and see what Lance and Dave have got for us. This episode is 37 minutes long. This is why. Just a quick update. Uh, so this week we're covering two shows. Next week, the first two shows of 1984. Um, the 7th is 26 minutes. The 14th is 24 minutes. The following week. So in two weeks' time, when we cover the 21st of January, it is then a full episode, and I believe it's full episodes going forward. So before we, so without further ado, let's head down and find out what Lance and Dave have got for us on this penultimate show of 1983. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 131 of the UK's number one and only Memphis wrestling-related podcast, the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Please enjoy! So we are seeing footage of the Fabulous Ones versus Bill Dundee and uh, Jim Morris. We saw this um, last week. Jim Morris came through the crowd while Bill Dundee was facing Steve Kern. This uh, big individual, Jim Morris, he will be, uh, he'll have a different name next year and then an even different name uh, the year after that. Paul Morton is our referee. Jim Morris is wearing uh, black trunks, white boots. Fabulous ones. Get an absolute whooping here, especially Steve Kern by Big Jim. Now, clip. This is obviously clipped footage. Bill Dundee's wearing uh, yellow tights. I don't know how much of it we'll see, but Bill Dundee is not long for this promotion. He's uh, off to uh, Mid South very soon to be the uh, to be the Booker Man. He's off there with uh, Terry Taylor. I think Terry Taylor may have already gone. Uh, obviously, Bobby Eaton and uh, Dennis Condry have gone. Rock and roll aren't far off. But in replace, you know, we are getting some new faces in 1984. Obviously, we're going to be seeing a lot more of Randy Savage. Uh, we've got um, some turns, some names coming in. I don't want, obviously, it's 20, 40 years ago. But you'll all know, but I don't want to spoil it too much because there's maybe some of you out there who don't know a lot about the Memphis Territory and you are using this podcast as a reference point, as a historical um, piece of uh, material, which is great. Um, 
But yeah, so that's that. We've got an exciting year. I've been looking forward to 84 for quite a while. 83's been good. 83's been sort of the year of the fabulous ones. We've seen the birth of Rock and Roll Express. Jerry Lawler's been continuing his food with Jimmy Hart, uh, sort of Andy Kaufman. Uh, Jesse Ventura, Ken Patera, anyone, uh, Jimmy Hart's been bringing people in. Um, we've also seen the likes of Tommy Rogers coming in. We've seen the likes of Coco Beware going from Stagger Lee to Coco Beware. It's been an entertaining year, has 1983, but I'm quite looking forward to 1984. In the ring, Paul Morton's trying to get Stan out of the ring. Big Jim rips up Steve Kern. Oh, drapes him. Knackers first on the top rope. And slams him down. Bill Dundee goes for the cover. One, two, three. Dundee gets the pin. Really a stunner for a lot of the folks that were there uh, to see that one at the Coliseum when uh, Dundee and Jim Morris uh, defeated the fabulous ones. And, of course, uh, with what had happened up here and everything else, it led to a match that is coming up down at the Mid-South Coliseum between Steve Kern and Bill Dundee. Now, there are no partners. There's no Stan Lane. There is no uh, Jim Morris that's going to be involved in it. And in this match, it is going to be a loser-leave town. And this is a situation where there's a guaranteed loser. Hi, here comes Eddie Marlin. Hey, oh, yeah, Eddie, we can get down there. Happy holidays to you. Thank Good you to have you out here. We were just talking about the uh, Dundee-Steve Kern match, uh, Eddie, and it's a guaranteed loser. Is that that's correct? That's right, Lance. I've got both of them's name on a contract. Both of the men are well aware of it. It's 122683. Uh, you know Dundee lost the leave, uh, loser leave town before. Yes, he did. He came back on account of the tournament. This time, both men know that it's for one year. Under no circumstances will they come back. There's no circumstances None that they're going to be able to come back in here, like a tournament or anything like that. That's all out. One year from this day. And both of them have agreed on both it in a year from this date. Wow. Dundee and Steve. That is quite a commitment in there. And I'll tell you what, you got to be dead serious. Be both of those guys to sign something like that and be involved well, in it. Well, they both were dead serious. Well, I know that for a living. They want each other pretty bad. Yeah. Okay, Eddie, thank you for clarifying that because uh, a lot of the people ask, you know, sometimes about the the term, and Eddie Marlin has just indicated one year. He's got the contracts right there with Dundee's name on it, Kern's name on it, one year from uh, December the 26th. Uh, that is what the, the duration of the Loser Leave Town is for. Steve Kern, Bill Dundee. Let's take a listen to some of them. Here's Steve first. You know, I know it's the day before Christmas, and a lot of people are getting their last-minute shopping done and getting all the presents under the tree and looking forward to a nice holiday season. And I sure hope you all have one. But myself, I'm kind of backed into a corner. I'm faced with a situation that I hoped would never happen, but apparently it has, so it's upon me. All the pressure seems to be left with me. Stan Lane's gone home for Christmas, and it won't be the fabulous ones together in Memphis this Monday night. It's going to be me by myself. A lot of people are wondering if he'll be in the crowd. Well, let me assure you that Stan Lane won't be anywhere in the area. All right, now the thing is, is it's down to me and Dundee. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we came out here and were lightheartedly making joke about Dundee, calling him Tattoo. Well, I used to know Bill Dundee a year and a half ago, and he had a sense of humor, and we didn't take, think much about it. But apparently he did, and he's really put the pressure on. You know, I don't know what's happened to Bill Dundee in the past year. I think his ego started to bother him. I think he had felt like he hasn't beat enough people. And he's looking for a real big win going out in 1983. Well, let me say this. 
When I step in the ring in Memphis Monday night, I know that Bill Dundee is going to step in there knowing that he can beat me one way or another. But I'm going to try to have the same confidence on the other side because that I was his partner and I watched him for a year and a half beat a lot of men. So I'm going to say this. I've learned a lot from you, Bill Dundee. I'm not out here to knock you. I'm not out here to run you in the ground. As a matter of fact, I'd do anything I could to get out of this match, but I'm backed in the corner. And I don't want my fans coming to me later and saying, why didn't you have that match with Dundee, loser, leave town? Were you scared of him? I'm not scared of you, Bill. But it's the fact that I know there's a lot of fans out there supporting you. And I know you've had a lot of fans, and you've done a lot of great things in this area. And I know they're going to be out there behind you 100%. And I don't want to step on anybody's toes at Christmas time, but I'm forced to. The whole thing boils down to, if I don't beat you, I leave, and Stan Lane leaves, and that's the end of the Fabulous Ones. And I've got a lot of Fabulous Ones fans out there, too, and I ain't about to let them down. When we go to the ring Monday night, I hope that you're man enough to step in that ring by yourself and not have Hart or Jim Morrison in the background. I hope you're man enough to face me one-on-one -on -one and see who the toughest is. Because, Bill Dundee, I'm going to give you the wrestling lesson of your life, and I'm going to do everything possible to beat you right in Memphis, Tennessee, because I don't want to leave this area, especially at this time of year. Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's got to be a Merry Christmas thought. Uh, Steve Curran, and let me tell you, he is one tough son of a gun, but don't forget, Bill Dundee has got a lot of experience, and we have seen him handle a lot of guys a whale of a lot bigger than Steve Curran is. Bill had some comments himself to make about the upcoming match. Loser leave town. I just guaranteed one year. And I went over there and I looked at that little taped interview that one of the fabulous ones or, or whatever you were freaking fracks, what I call them, but you all you rednecks out there want to call them the fabulous ones. So Steve Kern, and I noted a little tone in his voice, a little tone of a guy running scared, brother. He don't want this match. If there was any way out, he wouldn't take the match. Well, I don't blame you, Steve. I don't blame you. If I was you, I wouldn't take it either because when you go down the tube, brother, the whole fabulous M goes down the tube. Now, little Billy Dundee, that's right, little Billy Dundee, Jack the Giant Killer, you're going to call him from now on, Daddy. Now, you come out here a couple of weeks ago and you're all saying tattoo and you're making like how to jokes about Bill Dundee. Well, everybody was laughing except Bill Dundee. Now, when I told you I was six foot nine and 290 pounds, he showed up, brother, with that body and my brain. There is nothing going to stop Bill Dundee what he wants, and he wants it all, Jack. Every match I'm going to sign from now on, Corn is going to be a loser leave town, and you're first on the list. Why don't you just leave Stanley one more week, brother, and I'll have a match for him the next week in a loser leave town, and he'll be gone. Then, whoever else wants to sign one, I'm going to tell Eddie Marlin I'm signing nothing unless it says on the bottom of that contract, loser leave town, because I'm going to be the king of the hill around here, Dad. I'm going to be the king of the hill, Kern. Now, you were right, Jack. The only thing you said it was true, you was my partner, and that's exactly what you was. I was the star of that thing. I was the guy that won all the falls. I was the guy that won them belts. I just gave you one to make you feel good. Now, I'm going to tell you something, Steve. I'm coming to that ring, brother, to prove a point, to be like Roberto Duran, to be one of the greatest at whatever it is I do, and he's the best at what he does, and I'm the best at what I do, and I'm going to be the only guy in the world that run it tag team out of that area. Not one man, two at the same time. Because when you go, the other one goes. So I'm going to tell all you fabulous one fans to come on down here. And when that music starts, and he starts down there and that spotlight's hit that sparkly jacket, you start to scream and say, ain't he cute? Oh, ain't he beautiful? But nobody really cares, Steve, because when it's all over, and I'm standing in the middle of the ring like this, Daddy, and you're leaving with your head hung down walking up that aisle, they're going to know who the best man was. Oh, yeah, and I've already told you all, but some of you out there don't believe it. All the Fabulous One fans don't believe who the best man is. 
And I really don't care if anybody believes it, because I don't need none of you rednecks on my side. I hope you all come down there to be yelling for Steve Curran, because it will be the last time you're yelling for him. Because like I said, with the stuff I'm going to use from now on, there's nothing I can do to lose, brother. Steve Curran, I wouldn't be you for all the tea in China. So, bye-bye. Got a nice uh, music video for Bill Dundee. Bill Dundee, this is the last time. Like I said, we may see clips uh, next week, but this will be one of the last times we see Bill Dundee in this promotion for a while. He's uh, back in 85 when he comes in with Buddy Landell. I think they're a team. Um, Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Buddy Landell. But we're seeing this is a recent sort of footage. It's the recent footage of Bill Dundee as a heel interspersed with um, him driving around Jerry Jarrett's ranch on his motorcycle. Oh. Laying uh, topless on a, on a motorcycle. Oh, yeah. Posey here from the build from the superstar build and day. See, so, yeah, Memphis was one of the innovators of the uh, music video. We saw uh, Terry Taylor with Every Day as Every Day as Diamonds, whatever it is. It was shown numerous times. We've seen um, numerous fantastic ones, and have we seen a rock and roll? Yes, yeah, we saw, saw rock and roll. It was because we saw Robert. Um, We saw um, the rock and roll where they were seductively uh, putting the coin in the slot. After this match coming up on Monday night at the Coliseum, Steve Kern, Bill Dundee, loser leave town. Guaranteed that there will be a loser, and the term is one year from Monday night. We got more action here. We'll be back to it in just a few minutes. <laughs> Monday card, a big action. It's coming up down at 8 o'clock following Christmas. This is our big holiday spectacular. Ten big matches, as a matter of fact, but there is no increase in price. Get your tickets today up until 5 o'clock. Get them all day on Monday so you'll have them in advance. Really a whale of a card. Now I want you to listen to each and every one of these matches that we go through. Moondogs open up against Stagger Lee and Dutch Mantell. That, my friend, could be a main event anywhere, and that's the opening match of the Big Ten Holiday Spectacular bouts that are coming up. Handicap match. Cowboy Frazier will be going against Robert Reed and Ken Raper. Then there's a bout between Bobby Fulton and Angelo Poffo. And a mixed ladies and a midget ladies match with Penny Mitchell and a little darling Dagmar going against Donna Christentello and rough and tough Diamond Lil. Following that will be one with uh, Norvell Austin Teaming is the partner of Sabu, the wild man from Borneo, to go against the team of Art Cruz and the Jaguar. And then the losing team will be out of the family because this one has been building and building, and there's not room for a couple of guys on each side that have the feeling they individually do. The Bruise Brothers will be going against the Grapplers. Now, you take your choice on that one, my friend. You pay your money and take your choice because there's two rugged teams and the loser of that one is going to be out of the family. The other one, 
figures there's not room for both of them in the family. Rock and Roll Express will be going against the A-team. There's a pure matching of a couple of outstanding teams. The Express, red hot, going well, fine young team. The A-team, very big, very mobile for that size. Be a whale of a tag match. Mid-America title match. Terry Taylor will be defending the Mid-America heavyweight title. I don't envy his task against that wild man, Randy Macho Man Savage. will be trying to take the Mid-America title away from Terry Taylor. Then we're looking at the bout we talked about just a moment ago. This is loser leave town. One year, you see it, guaranteed there will be a winner and a loser. Steve Kern goes, and if he does, Stan Lane has already said that he will go with him and stay together as the fabulous ones, or Bill Dundee goes. Bill has indicated he's going to stay here and run a few more of them out of town. Then the final event is going to be a most interesting match, to say the very least. This will be Jerry the King Lawler going against the uh, universal heartthrob Austin Idol, guys that have been teaming of late together and have been doing very, very well, but it comes down to it. The winner of this match is guaranteed a shot against Nick Bockwinkle, the world heavyweight champion. And, brother, when it comes down to that, you know that there is going to be some interest on both parties of being the winner of the bout between Lawler and Austin Idol. We talked to Austin Idol about this particular match. I think you'd be interested in his comments about it. Hi, we caught uh, Austin Idol at the Mid-South Coliseum before you got away. I appreciate you uh, waiting on us, and I apologize for the acoustics, but uh, the importance of finding out about this uh, was such that we'll go with the acoustics the way they are. Coming up the day after Christmas on the 26th, it is already definite and signed, Jerry Lawler, Austin Idol, the king and the universal heartthrob, will be battling each other to find out who will be facing Nick Bockwinkle, the world heavyweight champion? It comes down to that. The international champion, Austin Idol, the southern heavyweight champion, Jerry Lawler, a battle between you two guys on the 26th at the Coliseum to find out who will be going against Nick's Bockwinkle. This is something, Austin. I just can't hardly believe it. Well, it really is, Lance. And uh, to tell you the honest truth, it's kind of a bittersweet situation. And, uh, you know, the way the circumstances surrounded my return to the area, uh, everything really it was kind of surprised me too and then mm -hmm. and uh, you know I said in the beginning when I came back here I said that I owed Jerry Lawler a big favor because uh, in, in, well he was directly responsible for me to more or less kind of you know saw the the brighter side of the coin you know and I uh, kind of changed my my uh, maybe my wrestling style didn't change but the opponents have certainly changed yes. but uh, uh, to be quite honest with you Lance I would have rather wrestled Anybody else, believe me, in the entire wrestling world than Jerry Lawler. But that's not the way it is, Austin. It's Austin Idol, Jerry Lawler, to find out who goes against the champion. Well, you know, I think that I can probably vouch for just about every wrestler in the wrestling profession that they all have a dream. They all have an ambition, a goal, and that's to become world's heavyweight champion. And I'm sure that, that uh, Jerry, of course has that same goal. But I, too, on the other side of the coin, have that same goal, too. Now, don't get me wrong. I firmly believe that Lawler can beat Nick Bockwinkle. 
But likewise, I firmly believe that I can beat Bachwinkle too. Now, it just so happens, I guess, because I'm the international heavyweight champion. I've held on to this belt for a long time, Lance. Yes, sir. And I've beat a lot of people for, uh, you know, uh, challengers and contenders for this belt. And not, not just in the Memphis area, but around the whole country. And out of I'm the country, of too. Out of the country, too. So uh, I feel like I have earned my shot, too. Now, I know King wants his shot. Idol wants his shot, too. And, and believe me, like I'm not trying to rehash, I wish it would have been anybody else. But it just so happens that fate has thrown us together. True. And Idol and Lawler, and that's what's going to be happening. Now, what is going to happen? Well, what, what, what's going to happen, Lance, is that you're going to find two guys who are hungry. Hey, who have been partners and very successful. And, and friends, Lance, and friends. Let's, uh, I want to make sure that's... That's out front, and friends. But you're going to find two guys who go into a ring that are going to be hungry for one thing and one thing only. They're going to be hungry to win that match. And King, I want this match. I want to wrestle Nick Bachman just as bad as you do. I'm not hollering, and I'm not screaming, and I'm not going to come out here and, and, and say a lot of things that I don't mean, because I never do that. But I want this win, King, and I want you to know, Jack, I'm coming at you so strong. I just want you to come at me the way I'm going to come at you. And we'll find out who's going to wrestle Nick Bockwinkel real quick. That was kind of an interesting... I don't know if there's something wrong with Austin Idol there, or if he's nervous or what, but his usual promos are a lot... When he's by himself, his promos are a lot more fiery and a lot more charismatic. That just seemed a little... He just seemed a little off, I don't know, whether or not it was Lance putting him off, who knows. Listening to an interview I did with Austin Idol, a big match coming up, you and Austin going for a shot at the world heavyweight crown held by Nick Bockwinkle. I got to ask you this, as I as I was talking to, uh, to Austin about it and trying to get a direct answer, and I know you'll give me that, do you have anything in the back of your mind that says, whoa, this is Austin Idol who can be a bad, bad son of a gun? Well, <laughs> you know, that maybe that is in the back of my mind, but uh, if it gets down to something like that, I can be a pretty bad son of a gun myself. Yes, I but I, I really don't anticipate anything like that. Uh, I agree with his feelings completely. I sat in the back and listened to the interview myself. I, I would rather be wrestling anybody else, uh, anybody other than Austin. You know, I, I won the title back, the Southern title back from Jesse Ventura. I got uh, a win over Kent Patera. Uh, a win over Randy Savage, even though it was by disqualification, it was a win nonetheless, and also in a tag match uh, with Joe LaDuke, and so that put me in line with the exception of facing uh, another man that also was in line for the yeah, title. The international title holder. That's right. So uh, it's, it's just simply boiled down to that. That's why many times people ask, ask me, you know, that's one of the questions you get asked most often, say, well, are you guys friends outside of the rings? You know, when, are all the wrestlers just big pals? Well, let me just tell you this. They're, they're not because it doesn't pay to form big friendships because of situations like this. You never know who you're going to be wrestling. Okay. Speaking, of, Speaking of friends, this ain't one. Yeah, you're right. What? Jimmy. All right. Well, let me just say something. I think it might be safer over here. Listen, before you try to slap me or do anything to me, I want to remind you, behind that door over there, I've got Norvell Austin and the A-team member, okay? One of my A-team right there. But, but listen, I've got a proposal for you, Jerry Lawler. You know, I listened to you, your interview just saying, and I heard you talking. And, and I, I was in the back, and I was listening to Austin Idol's interview. 
Think about it, King. Listen to this guy. He's saying, y'all are friends. Y'all are friends. And you just said to Russell, I don't anticipate anything happening. Well, let me tell you something, baby. You better anticipate it because think about Austin Idol. Think about it. Austin Idol, there's the only thing that stands in his way, baby, to that shot with Nick Bockwinkle is Jerry Lawler. Now, think about that, King. And he's going to do anything he can to get that shot. You know it, I know it, and the people over here know it. He'll, he'll just stoop to anything for that, and you better wake up. Let me, let me refresh your memory just for a second here. Do you remember five and a half years ago when Jimmy Hart used to manage, in my opinion, the greatest professional athlete in the world today? And I'm not saying you're not a great athlete, but I'm just going to say this, man. I was sitting at home, right? All of a sudden, a phone call came in, and it said, Hey, this is the hospital in Nashville, Tennessee, and Jerry the King Lawler is in intensive care in Nashville in Nashville. So what did I do, man? I got on a plane and I went all the way up there and I thought, man, it can't be Lawler. It can't maybe a broken hand or something, but nothing can knock the king off his feet. But somebody did and it was Austin Idol. And when I walked into that hospital, man, there was the king laying in the bed. Why as a ghost, man? Look, you had tubes up your nose and your arms, the whole thing, man. You were laying there on the brink of death. And who put you there? Austin Idol. Your friend, Austin Idol. The guy that you're not going to worry about. Austin Idol, man. And then, let me, just one more thing here, King. Think about this. Right where you're standing, right there, man, 17 stitches went into your head two years ago when Austin Idol came out here and he was in a mask as El Casagrande. Because everybody knows, hey, sure, you do a lot of charity work and you donated money up in Mexico City and you had an award coming in here. But Austin Idol walked out here, man, walked out here right where you're standing now and your blood was all over that floor. From who? Austin Idol. 17 stitches in your head and you've got the scar now and that's from your friend, Austin Idol. So what I'm trying to tell you, King, you better wake up, brother, because I promise you this. I don't think Austin Idol, just by looking at that interview, looking at his eyes, you know, I don't think hey, it's Jerry, there, that baby. was all in it's the past, It's not there, man. man. That's that what was... I'm saying. What I'm saying is this, Lawler. You want to be the world champion? Hey, you take me to the ring with you, baby, and I promise you, oh. you'll go through Austin Idol. You'll go through Austin Idol like that, man, like that, and then you'll have your shot at Nick Botwinkle. Think about it, King. Grab that mic, Jerry. Would you get that mic right there, please? You, you want him to take you down to the ring with him? Hey, baby, that's the only way, King, like that, man. That's all you like. Well, let me, uh, first of all, I've listened to everything you said, and just as Lance said, all of the problems between Austin Idol and myself were in the past. We've talked that situation over. We've talked it out. He's been, a, he's been probably the best tag team partner that I've ever had. I don't anticipate anything like that out of him. And... If, even if it happened, I feel man enough that I can handle it. What would I need you in my corner for? But... Very honest question, Jimmy. Right. Well, I'll tell you what. You know, back when I used to manage you, your one big dream was becoming the world champion. The world champion. That's all we ever talked about is becoming the world champion. And I'll say this. You are a great athlete. There's no doubt about it. But, but, you know, I've always wanted to manage a world champion. And you've always wanted to be the world champion. That's been my dream, and I know it's always been your dream. So what I'm saying, baby, if I go to your corner, into your corner this week, go to the ring with you, I'll prove to it that you can be the next world champion, and you'll go through Austin Idol like that, and then I'll be in your corner against Nick Botwinkle. My dream will come true, Lauder, and your dream will come true. So that's why I want to be there, baby. Well, let me just say this to you. It's, what you have said is very true. We did talk about that a lot, and... Me being the world heavyweight champion has been a dream ever since the first time I ever set foot in the wrestling ring. And I want that more than anything that I've ever wanted involved in wrestling. But if me being the champion meant that I had to have you as my manager, then you can forget it. I don't want to be the champion that bad.
So, Hart, I wouldn't take you for my manager. I wouldn't take you for anything. The only thing that I'd like to take you is to that same hospital that I was laying in. And if you ever come out and try to be in my corner, brother, that's where you'll wind up, I promise you. Okay, Mr. Hotshot, just remember, I gave you a chance. I gave you the opportunity of a lifetime, Mr. Big Shot. You'll pay for that, I promise you that. He'll pay for it, baby. Jimmy Hart, another one of his grandstand spectacular plays. Jerry Lawler turned you down, and I mean flat. Okay. We'll take time out, and we're going to be back. You, just, you, you get Austin Idol on the phone okay. for me. You know, you've got the number. Okay, okay. Jimmy. You get a hold of him. Pardon me. I don't know whether we can do it. Can we Can we get that? This, uh... Oh, we'll... Thank the wake-up call crew for letting us borrow their... So we're very promo heavy here again as, as we have been the last few weeks ladies and gentlemen. It uh, will it'll start getting better in a couple of weeks when we get the whole show so we can start seeing the likes of Jim Jameson and the likes of that. Pat Hutchinson and all those guys back in the in the ring. But hopefully you've been enjoying these last few weeks. We've been doing a couple of shows a week. Lance is having difficulty with a uh, phone. They're now bringing a rotary phone out here so Jimmy Hart can talk to Austin Idol. Is that a rotary phone or is it a uh, number phone? Lance was all having uh, some trouble. Technical difficulties here with a telephone. Jimmy, we're going to a lot of extra work here to see if we can get it. Maybe I'm worth it. Yeah, well, I don't hear any dial tone, so. Could it be any. One of those other buttons. Ah, there you go. Oh, okay, now we're in business. We're in, we've got a dial tone, we're in. Jimmy, we're not out here doing a dialing for dollars type thing. You come out here and insist on it. Yeah. I got it, okay. This is live TV, folks, this is live. There's a number dial, Lance's punching in the numbers. find out here in just a moment trying to reach well it's ringing right now Jimmy boy we are sure wasting a lot of time with you here <laughs> may I help you please uh, is Mr. Idle there may I ask who's calling uh, well Jimmy huh okay Lance Russell you hold on, just... Brady wouldn't take a call. Pardon me? Uh, no, this is uh, Lance Russell calling uh, Mr. Idle. Yes, hold on just one moment. Thank you. Russell. Thank you. I'll see if Mr. Idle's available. One second. Okay, thank you, ma'am. Isn't that something? I'll take the phone. Got you. you take the phone. I want everybody else to hear this. Well, Lance. Hello. Austin Idle. Yeah, this? this is not Lance Russell, first of all. This is Jimmy Hart, but don't hang up. Don't hang up. I want you to listen to me real carefully. Listen to me. Now listen, just listen to me, okay? Before you hang up, just listen to me, all right? How'd you get this number, Hart? Listen, man, just listen to me, okay? Well, listen. What do you, you know, want? You've got, a, you've got a championship match coming up with Nick Botwinkle if, if you defeat Jerry Lawler. Am I right or wrong? 
Well, you're right. Okay, well, let me just say something, man. Can you really trust him, Austin? Can you really trust Jerry Lawler? Now, I know what you're going to say. Hey, you've been tag team partners for over this past eight or nine months or a year, and y'all are big buddies. But listen to me, man. I just heard his interview a while ago, and I'm telling you, baby, he's coming loaded. You're going to have to be careful, Austin. Listen to me. I want you to listen to me, Austin, please. Before you hang up, I want you to listen to me. All right, what I'm getting out is this. Think about this, man. Who is the man in professional wrestling that's done more damage to you than anybody in professional wrestling? Anybody. Jerry Lawler. You remember the time he burnt you, man? You were severely burned. You were off from wrestling for almost four and a half months, Austin. You could have been blinded. You you could have been misfit. Hart, wait a minute, Hart. Now, wait a minute, Hart. That's all water under the bridge now. But That's water under the bridge now. back then, Austin. But can you trust him now? Listen, do you realize his big dream in his life is to be the next world champion? And well, the only thing too. standing in his way is you, Austin. You're the only thing in his way, man. Am I right or wrong? Wait, Hart, why don't you get to the bottom line? Okay, the bottom want? of this. I'm going to make it short and sweet. Oh, Let me say, tell you something, Merry baby. Merry Christmas, because I don't even think you believe in Christmas. Okay, well, that's all right. Say what you want, big man, but let me just tell you this, Austin, okay? Lawler is coming, baby. He's coming at you for one thing and one thing only, and that's to defeat you. One, two, three, baby. And he has that shot at that world belt. This might be the last opportunity you'll ever have in your life. So what I'm offering you is this, a chance for me to go to that ring with you Monday night and to be your manager, Austin Idol, to be your manager. And, and listen, to, now listen, to one extra little incentive, okay? And to show you my heart's in the right place, Austin Idol, I've got a check for $5,000 that I will hand to you personally, okay? Before we go to that ring. Because like I said before, baby, I want to manage the world champion. I know you could be the next world champion. So Let what do you think? I understand you right now. You're saying that you're going to give me $5,000, five grand, to sit in my corner That's Monday right. night in my match against Jerry Lawler. Is that right? That's right. And I'll promise you when that match is over, you will have the shot with Nick Botwinkle and not Jerry Lawler. And that is a promise from me to you, baby. Thank you. Oh, what do you huh? think? Huh? Five G's, you say, huh? Five no. grand? Five thousand dollars, baby. All I want you to do is just think it over, okay? That's all I ask. Hey, what, Hart? I'll tell you what I'll do. Call me back in about 20 minutes, okay, Hart? 20 minutes, okay. Call me back in about 20 minutes, okay? Right. All right, 20 minutes, I'll call you back. Keep off the all phone. Right. All right, we got a deal, baby. That is a deal. That is a deal right there. I promise you this. Austin Idol will be Jimmy, the next champion, Jimmy, he didn't champion, say baby. it was a deal. Hey. He said call him back in Five 20 grand, minutes. baby. That's a deal, baby. I promise you that. I cannot believe this guy. I've been around you forever, and you still come up with stuff I can't believe. Angelo Poffo, the father of Brandy, Macho Man, Savage. People have been asking me, wrestling fans around the arenas around the country have been asking me, can Randy Macho Man Savage defeat Terry Taylor, the mid-American heavyweight champion? Credibility? Listen to this. Randy Macho Man Savage was the ICW World Heavyweight Champion for four years, eight months, and 13 days. How's that for credibility? Just seeing a music video here, Randy Savage pumping some iron to uh, fame. Mr. Intensity here, Randy Savage. When you lose the Mid-American Heavyweight Championship belt to the Macho Man Randy Savage, 
it's going to be the happiest day in your life, yeah. Because when you're old, yeah, when you're old, you'll be sitting in a wheelchair and you'll be able to tell your grandchildren that you lost the belt to the macho man Randy Savage, the world's greatest athlete, the greatest professional wrestler ever to step into the squared circle. Not just a modern day time, but all time, Terry Taylor. Ask Jerry Lawler. Ask Jerry Lawler, Terry Taylor, if I'm the greatest professional wrestler of all time! Bring your autograph book into the ring, and I'll sign the macho man Randy Savage right on it, and then I'll tear it up and throw it in the air as confetti! So we're getting some, some footage of Randy Savage. I'm guessing this is from OCW. Because he hasn't really wrestled much in Memphis. Wrestling. I've uh, got no idea who the hell he's wrestling here. Pile suplexing some guy, pile driving another. Winning the match. In a uh, school. Is that a man gang? It might be one man, because I think a gang wrestled for OCW as Crusher Bloomfield, maybe. Looks like, kind of looks like a smaller version of gang with hair. But yeah, they're wrestling in a uh, school auditorium, but it looks like you can see the bleachers. Not a full house, but I guess in this, uh, it's good for an out, um, outlaw mud show. As OCW was outlaw. They were uh, trying to compete with Memphis. And then uh, Randy Savage came on the scene, and then Randy Savage came to Memphis, and then uh, is a launching pad for the Macho Man. Hey, we're going to be back in the ring here with a big tag action. The King and Stagger Lee will be together, and we'll be through that in just a moment. Want to talk to you a little bit about the action coming up out of town? Hold it, Russell. Yes, Jimmy. Let me just say this right now. Hey, y'all people listening, you might learn something. You know, I just got through talking to Austin Idol, like I promised, right or wrong, baby. And, and I'm really excited, man. I, you know. I'm really excited, Russell. Well, well, what? Well, what? I know it's, you're dying to ask me the question, aren't you? You're probably wanting to know what. Well, what's going to be the answer? What's he going to do? Would you people like to know what the answer's going to be, baby? Would you like to know, huh? Well, you can forget it, baby, because let me just say this right now: the smart money, the smart money, baby, is going to be on Austin Idol. I'll assure you of that, Russell. That's all I've got to say right now, baby. And I'm not going to tell you, Russell, because you're not you'll never say know. Else. That's right, baby. That's it, man. You're in the dark, baby. Like I said before, the smart money is going to be on Jimmy Hart and Austin Idol, baby. That's all I got to say. Get out of here forever, Jimmy. Come roaring out of here like you got some big announcement and you uh, you don't make any announcements. for me to know and for you to find out, Russell, right there, baby. Okay, let's take a look at the out-of-town action coming up Thursday, December the 29th. Coming up next Thursday in Walnut, Mississippi. The King's going to be down there. The Grapplers will be there. Tickets are on sale at Walnut High School. It'll be at the high school at 7.30. That's Thursday, December the 29th. On Friday, January the 6th, Blyville, Arkansas. Tickets are on sale at Meacham's Jewelry, The Hut, Larry's Grocery, and, of course, on the base over there, so you get your tickets in preparation for that action coming up on Friday, January the 6th. Also on January the 6th, Friday, Brownsville, Tennessee, at the old College Hill Gym. Tickets are on sale right now at the City Hall. That's coming up for Brownsville on the 6th. Sunday, January the 8th, 3 p.m. You got that now? 3 p.m., Jackson, Tennessee. What a night this is going to be, or an afternoon it's going to be. The ticket office will open up uh, at noontime so you can get your advance tickets. You can get them all week long in Mid-Continent mid Hi-Fi over there. And a brand-new name will be in Jackson. That's on Sunday, January the 8th at 3 p.m., the Zambui Express. 
We'll have more on them a little bit later on. Of course, LeDuc will be there, Rock and Roll Express, the King. Lots of action Sunday, January the 8th, 3 p.m., Jackson Coliseum. Friday, January the 13th, Batesville, Mississippi. Saturday, January the 14th, Lexington, Tennessee. Saturday, January the 21st, Mariana, Arkansas. And Saturday, January the 28th, Jonesboro, Arkansas. And the same day in Paris, Tennessee. There, my friend, give you an idea where championship wrestling will be. We'll have a little bit more detail on some of the towns as time goes along. But when it comes near you, take the entire family. Get out and enjoy the fine action that will be taking place on championship wrestling. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. We just witnessed the 24th of December. Uh, there's a new name coming into the promotion there, the Zambui Express. We will see more of those guys. Um, we may see some, obviously, coming up on this 31st, but we'll definitely see some more of them in 1984. So, let's have a quick look to see what's been happening around the rest of the wrestling world between the 24th and the 31st. We've got a busy time today, as it is Christmas Day, 25th of December 1983. World-class championship wrestling holds its Star Wars event in Dallas, Texas, the Reunion Arena. 19,675 witness the missing link defeating Johnny Mantell, Iceman King Parsons and Brian Adias defeated the American Tag Team Champions the Super Destroyers to win the titles, Kerry Von Erich defeats Kamala by disqualification, Mike Reed defeated the Mongol, David Von Erich defeated NWA World Champion Ric Flair by disqualification, Jose Lothario defeated Black Gordman. Jimmy Garvin defeated American champion Chris Adams to win the title. Mike Von Erich and Kevin Von Erich defeat Terry Gordy and Buddy Roberts in a no-disqualification loser leaves town for a year match. AWA holds a show Christmas Day, 20, sorry, 18th, 18,000 in St. Paul, Minnesota. They witnessed Mad Dog for Sean defeating AWA World Heavyweight Champion Nick Bockwinkle by disqualification. The High Flyers, Ray Stevens and Baron Von Raschke defeat the Sheiks, Mr. Soito and Sheik Adnan Al-Qaisi. Jesse Ventura defeated Steve Olsonowski. Rick Martel defeated Superstar Billy Graham by disqualification. Billy Robinson drew with Brad Rangans. Buxomhoff defeated Bill White. And then on the 25th, Georgia Championship Wrestling holds show the Omni. In Atlanta, GA, Ted DiBiase defeats Tommy Rich. Buzz Sawyer defeats the Sheik. I'm guessing that's the Sheik. Um... Stan Hansen and Bugsy McGraw defeat the Road Warriors by disqualification. But Sawyer defeated the Sheik. Holy shit. The Sheik does look very, very losers. Uh, Lights out match. Buzz Sawyer defeats Paul Ellering. Brett Wayne Sawyer defeats Jake Roberts. Liz Thornton defeats Tommy Rogers. 26th of December. Here in Memphis, Mid South Coliseum, 6,450. Angelo Poffo defeats Jim Jameson. Plowboy Frazier defeats Robert Reed and Ken Raper in a handicap match. Staggerly and Dutch Mantel defeat the Moondocks. Penny Mitchell and Darling Dagma defeat Donna Christinella and Diamond Lil. Norvell Austin and Sabu, not that one, defeat Art Cruz and the Jaguar. The Grapplers defeat Porkchop Cash and Dream Machine in a loser, a loser no longer managed by Jimmy Hart match. Rock and Roll Express defeat the A-Team by disqualification. Randy Savage defeats Terry Taylor to win the Mid-America title. Steve Kern defeats Bill Dundee in a loser leaves town match. Jerry Lawler defeats Austin Idol. Also on the 26th, Bruiser Brody defeats NWA World Champion Ric Flair by disqualification in Toronto. Rip Rogers defeats Ken Lucas to win the NWA United States Junior title in Birmingham, Alabama. Also on the show, Jerry Stubbs defeats Bob Armstrong for the NWA Southeastern title. 26th, WWF holds a show in Madison Square Garden. 26,592 witness. Jose Lloris... Jose Lloris... Jose 
Luis Rivera, easy for me to say, defeated Rene Goulet. Salvatore Bolomo battled Tiger Chung Lee to a draw. Jimmy Snooker and Arnold Skolan defeat Don Morocco and Captain Loabano. Sergeant Slaughter defeated Chief J Strongbow. Masked Superstar battled Ivan Putski to a double disqualification. Iron Sheik defeats WWF Champion Bob Backlund to win the WWF title. The Walt Samoans, Afa Sika and Samula defeat SD Jones, Rocky Johnson and Tony Atlas in a best two out of three falls. Tito Santana defeats Ivan Kurloff. The Invaders defeat Iron Mike Sharp and Butcher Vashorn. 27th of December, WWF Champion Iron Sheik makes his first defence in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, defeating Chief J Strongbow. Also on the 27th, St. Louis, Missouri, the WWF holds another show at the Chase Park Hotel with a crowd of 1,100 fans, where Hulk Hogan makes his WWF return, defeating Bill Nixon. 29th of December, Iron Sheik defeats Salvatore Bolomo in Landover, Landover Maryland. 30th of December, Iron Sheik defeats Pat Patterson by the qualification to retain the title in Salisbury, Maryland. Also on the 30th, Nick Bockwinkle defeats Mr. Wrestling 2 in Houston, Texas by disqualification. And finally, to end 1983, on the 31st, world-class wrestling television, there's highlights from the Christmas Star Wars card, with Kerry Von Erich defeating Kamala by disqualification. Kerry Von Erich body slams Kamala again. Kevin Von Erich comes in for backup. David Von Erich does not appear. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been the 1983 edition of Pro Wrestling Omnibus, given to us by Dragon King Carl. Again, thank you very much, sir. Uh, we look forward to using the 1984 edition next week. And, ladies and gentlemen, let's head now down to ringside to see what we've got in store for the last episode of 1983. Story about the Grapplers and Bruce Brothers. I'm sitting here with the world heavyweight champion, Nick Bockwinkle again. Nick, um, it's delightful to have you down here after uh, six years of trying to arrange an appearance. And we appreciate uh, your making it possible on the schedule. Hope maybe you will be able to continue to stay throughout the show. Yeah, I think we'll be able to manage it. Okay. Hey, uh, I do want to tell you a couple of things that are coming up that uh, you should pay attention to. Tonight, there's a dynamite presentation coming on TV5 for New Year's Eve coming in. It'll be New Year's Eve from Overton Square. Uh, the King will be down there, and Dave Brown will be down there. All, a lot of folks from uh, TV5 will be right down in Overton Square, and you'll be able to usher in the New Year and see the fun and frivolity either live if you're going to be there or on TV if you uh, happen to be staying at home watching it. Also, tomorrow at 11 o'clock when uh, Jerry Lawler's show comes on, Jerry will have the conclusion of the year in review of 1983, and I've had so many comments about the folks who enjoyed Jerry's first part last week. Wait, you ain't seen nothing yet, as the old phrase goes. That's tomorrow morning, 11 o'clock. Uh, by the way, next week we'll be back on at our regular time, and uh, that will be, of course, 11 o'clock. At least I think right now we're scheduled to be back on at our regular time. Okay, let's take a look at the action coming up down at the Mid-South Coliseum. And that, my friend, is going to be at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Please pay attention to that. 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Give you an opportunity to uh, get plenty of sleep in case you get in late. And uh, then still get out of the Coliseum for what is going to be a spectacular, spectacular day of action. You notice also that it says New Year's Spectacular New Increase in Price. That's right. Tickets still 4 5 and $6.00. Even though the world heavyweight champion Nick Bockwinkel will, in fact, 
be in action at the Coliseum tomorrow at 3 o'clock. So here we go with the entire bout, and we'll make some comments here because there are some sensational bouts coming in there. The Moondogs with Hart at ringside will be going against Young Art Cruz and the Jaguar. Dutch Mantel and Stagger Lee will be teaming up against Giant Frazier, and Terry Gibbs will be making his first appearance in the Coliseum. Last Monday night at the uh, Coliseum, Rock and Roll Express and the A-Team got it on. Now, let me tell you, they fired Robert out of that ring and then proceeded, both of them, to mutilate Rick. They just did everything in the world to the kid, and uh, the Rock and Roll Express uh, have got a lot of things in mind. They wanted and agreed to a stretcher match, which means that it's going to be to the finish, and somebody's going to be carried out on the stretcher. They are not afraid of the size of the A-Team. And this is going to be one that will have plenty of fire to warm up for Sunday afternoon. The next match is about that I promise you is going to be worth the price of admission. Now, take a look at everything involved. One of them has got to go, the mask of the grapplers or the hair of the Bruise Brothers. Now, get this straight. Picture last Monday night. The agreement was that the grapplers and the Bruise Brothers would have a return match. They would face each other, and the loser of that bout would leave the family. Well, they had the bout indeed, and let me tell you, it was a rough-and-tumble affair, as you might well imagine. The end result is that the grapplers beat the Bruise Brothers, and then the grapplers walked outside the ring and let Jimmy Hart know what he could do with the family. They were eligible to stay in the family, but after the last couple of weeks, they said, forget it, Hart. We quit. We're out of the family. And here we go. Mask against the hair, the grapplers against the Bruise Brothers. And that, my friend, as I said, will be well worth the price of admission in itself. Then there's going to be an AWA Southern Tag title match when the fabulous ones, Stan and Steve, will be defending against the wild man from Borneo, Sabu, and Norvell Austin. Austin and Sabu will be going against the fabulous ones for the Southern Tag title. Following that will be the introductions in Memphis of King Conga. You stay tuned. We're going to have a little bit more on King Conga later. He's going to be going against Terry Taylor in his Memphis debut, and that will, of course, be quite a test for King Conga indeed. We don't know a whole lot about him. We'll know a whole lot more after we've had a chance to see him tomorrow afternoon. Then a special challenge match. Joe LaDuke, the big Canadian, will be going against the universal heartthrob Austin Idol. And if Idol wins it, he gets 15 minutes with Hart. Oh, yeah, and that's what he's got in mind. Hart, obviously, is no dummy. We've, we've always said that and never made the claim that Hart was stupid. We've said everything else about him, but not that. He said, nope, no match with Idol, but he's going to have to face one of my superior people. It'll be Joe LaDuke, but if Idol can beat LaDuke, then he is going to get 15 minutes with Jimmy Hart. And I'll tell you one thing, in 15 minutes, Idol will be able to do with Hart what the Sarge does to Beetle Bailey. So you better believe that will be something to see if Idol can get a hold of Jimmy Hart. And then the final bout, the AWA World Heavyweight title on the line when champion Nick Bockwinkle will be defending against a very determined Jerry Lawler in the world heavyweight title at stake. Quite an afternoon of action, my friend. I would remind you on this New Year's Day special, there is no increase in price. 
and it will be gone at 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Get your tickets today up until 5 o'clock, and you get them tomorrow up until match time. Looking forward to seeing you out at the Midtown Coliseum for a super afternoon of action. Well, here's Jimmy Hart. You know what? This is going to stay of my life. You know why, Russell? I'll tell you why, baby. Tell me why. You know what? Every family has a black sheep in the family or a weak link. You know what our weak link was? It was the grapplers. They were oh, the losers, man. And now, oh, they and now, the no, they were, baby. They're the losers, and they always, because when you leave the family, you are a loser. But you know what? They wanted a hair versus mass That's match. That's right. Well, I just want to say to Porkchop, Cash, and Dream McKee, they believe in Jimmy Hart enough that they signed on the dotted line for a hair match. Well, let me say, baby, I love you guys. You've been with me for so long, and you are the bread and butter and backbone of the family. There is no way in the world you will lose your hair. I will be at ringside. I will be out of the office. It's the last thing I do. We will unmask the grapplers so you can see how ugly those goose really are. Right, Green Bean? That's right, baby. It's for all the marbles, baby, down to the nitty-gritty, you understand? Mass versus mass. Bye-bye, Jimmy. Grapplers come running out, chasing off the dream machine and uh, pork chop cash. Yeah, and I know who won the match. You guys won the match. Hart saying you were all were the losers to it. You That's guys right, won you know, the match. Eddie Marlin finally done us a favor. He booked this match trying to destroy the family. But what he done, brother, he let me know something about Jimmy Hart I didn't realize. It started out we had an agreement we were going to wrestle hole for hole and the best team That's wins. Right. Right. Then it Nobody come, gets bad. Scientific. That's right. Then it come down. The loser of the match has to leave the family. When it come down to the nitty gritty and hard scene, we were the better team. What does he do? He pulls a cane. Whop! Hits me, right? That's it. That didn't work. He pulls a chain and tries to finish me off and it backfired on your heart. And they lost the match. We said we quit the family because we don't be associated with losers, brother. And I want to tell you something. You're asking for mask versus hair? Let me tell you a little secret here, Daddy, about these masks right here. Me and my partner have been all over the world. We wore these masks everywhere we've ever been. We got a big reputation wearing these masks right here, brother. This is the, this is the face of the grapplers. This is our recognition of sport professional wrestling. This is what we live for, brother. This is what we breathe. These masks right here mean more than money. They mean more than belts. They mean more than anything. And there ain't no man walking in the sport of professional wrestling that's going to take these masks off our face. And you can count on that heart, so you know what that means, Lance? There's going to be a couple bald-headed Ball bruise brothers walking around. And you know what, poor chap, you're going to look like alfalfa or buckwheat. And Dream's going to look like Curly Joe running around, brother. Get ready for it. You're here from the... I do apologize for the comments there of Len Denton. Uh, the match uh, this coming tomorrow, sun to Sunday, tomorrow doesn't happen. The grapplers are no more. They uh, appear next on the 19th of January 1984 in Central States Wrestling. Um, the grapplers are substituted by Stagger Lee and Terry Taylor. I've got no idea why. No idea. We've now seen footage of Bill Dundee versus Steve Kern, the Loser Leaves Town match from this past weekend. Bill Dundee wearing a lovely uh, black and green combination. Steve Kern being kicked outside. He's bleeding. Bill Dundee now on the top rope. Is he on the top rope? Oh, good lord. Oh! Beautiful uh, run across the top rope there and then hit a double axe. One, two, Jesus Christ, Paul Morton, slow count. Who the fuck is he, Rahel Hepner? Hell Hepner? Steve Kern looks like he's been taken a beating here by Bill Dundee. No disqualification, Bill Dundee just kicked himself for the border. 
Turns him over, goes for the cover. One, two, kick out by Steve Kern. People moving around ringside. Know what's going on there? Don't the police are involved. Oh, double stomp by Bill Dundee. Bill Dundee is uh, accompanied by uh, Big Jim Morris. Don't know, can't see Stan. Kick out again by Steve. I don't know if I muted that in time, I just burped. <laughs> oh! Cocky pin there by Bill Dundee. Just got him kicked in the mush by Steve Kern. Steve Kern now getting up, trying to get up the crowd. I'm fully behind Steve, as you'd imagine. Bushman on their knees, crawling around the ring. Oh, headbutt by Dundee. Oh, Ryan by Steve. Kicked by Dundee. Steve trying to get up. Oh, no, we're now clipped. We've seen Steve now kicking the shit out of Big Jim. Bill Dundee looks like he's loading up the fist. Oh, down goes Big Jim. Stomps by Kern. Dundee still behind. Oh, he's got a chain. Lovely chain wrapped around that fist. Bill Dundee now measuring Steve Kern. Runs him and Steve Kern back drops him. Dundee's dropped the chain. Dundee's dropped the chain. Steve's got the chain. Steve's wrapping it around his fist. Bill Dundee begging, saying, Please, brother, no, please. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Kick by Steve. Big right hand. Down goes Dundee. And he throws the chain out to the crowd. Oh, big right hand. I think Dundee's bleeding now. Both men bleeding. 20 minutes into this match. Looks like they had a hell of a brawl. Steve Cohn just on top of Dundee, punching away at him. Just pounding away on Dundee. One. Two. Kick out by Dundee. Fuck that is a slow count by Morton. Jesus Christ. Irish up there by Kern. Back. No, hot shot, hot shot, hot shot. Steve Kern pulls Dundee down. Goes for the cover. But Dundee's a bit too close to the ropes. Big Jim's on the apron. Oh, Big Jim's knocked down. Oh, no. Steve Kern attacking Big Jim. Big Jim's got Steve Kern now. Dundee, side head lock, no shove off by Dundee, and a Dundee double shoulder block. Both men go down, but Dundee's pushed down by Paul, a big, by Big Jim. One, two, kick out by Steve Kern, kick out by Steve Kern. Crowd are going bananas here, 25 minutes in. Both men down now, we're clipped forward a little bit. Paul will give him the count. Steve Kern's up to his knees. Bill Dundee's back up to his feet. Yeah, both men back up to their feet. Oh, flying forearm there by Steve Kern. Goes for the cover. One, two. It's over, it's over, it's over. Just with a simple flying forearm. Well, that was it, and quite a moment it was, too, when that third count came down there, Steve. And you stay, Dundee left. I know Stan Lane was happy about it, too. Yeah. Uh, we're back down to normal. Here comes the king! 
Jerry, welcome to the show. And of course, you are well aware of our uh, visitor here today, the uh, world heavyweight champion, Nick Bockwinkle, whom you have met in a different versions on more than one occasion. Please, under gentlemen. Under the circumstances, I do feel, since it is for the world's heavyweight championship, that I should stand up here so they can, you might say, make a visual comparison. Well, let me just say this. You know, I've been in the back. I've been watching on the monitor, and I've, I've been listening to Nick Bockwinkle's uh, commentary, if you want to call it that. And let me just say this, Nick. Uh, listening to you is about as exciting as watching the grass grow. Do you know what I'm talking about? I mean, you are as dull and as droll as a human being can possibly be. And uh, I might add that uh, you're ability in the ring somewhat exceeds your ability uh, to enunciate, but not by much. Well, uh, okay, Jerry. He finished, he finished grade school uh, down in this part of the country, didn't he? Oh, uh, yes. You know, I, I, I listen to you out here, and I think you try to impress people with all the big words and all the, uh, you know, the, the fine uh, manner of speech that you use, but all of that talking, all of that talking is not going to get you anywhere, because as you know, that when you step in the ring with me, you know, all that talking is not going to do you one bit of good. You're going to have to prove it right there in that ring, and, and that's what I've been waiting for for a long, long time. May, may I say that, first of all, if my big words seem to put you a little bit off-center, and if a lot of the fatuous, cretinous humanoids out there don't understand some of my big words, do understand one thing. I'm not talking to you or to your fans. I'm talking to my fans. My fans understand every bit of English I use, and the rhetoric that I give is for them, not for you and yours. Is that right? And well, then, and I then understand you... that they have your fan club meeting in a phone booth down here on Union Avenue. Quality does not have to come in size, my boy. And besides, as you just said, maybe I use a lot of words and that doesn't do the job in the ring. Let me just say that this thing here is emblematic. It is symbolical of the peak, the pinnacle, and the finest, the zenith in our sport today, the heavyweight championship of the world. So it does seem strange that this giant gold and silver diamond-studded license plate and my big words all do go together, don't they? No, well, he let me does just have say the belt. This. Let me just say this. He does have the belt for the time being. But always remember this, Nick Bockwinkle. I've gone through a lot of tough contenders to get this shot at you, and I've got this shot at you. And I'm going to make the very best of it. Believe me, I'm going to start 1984 off with a bang. It's going to be the greatest year of my career because I'm going to enjoy wearing that big gold and silver diamond-studded license plate, as you like to call it, because I'm going to leave the ring with it. I want you to make no mistake about that. And always remember this. I, and there are not many wrestlers that can say this, but I, Nick Bockwinkle, have beaten you, and you know it. And you also know that if I have beaten you once, I can and will beat you again. That's all I got to say. Well, uh, Nick, uh, it's the truth. Jerry's in the, in the next bout here, so uh, he heads to the ring. And not to pressure a sore point, but he's telling the truth, Nick. In just a moment, going to tell you about uh, championship wrestling action coming up around the Mid-South. First, though, another reminder about the uh, big WMC-TV5 and FM100 New Year's Eve celebration at Overton Square. That begins tonight at 10.30. 
Going to be lots of fun, food, fireworks, everything down at Overton Square tonight, beginning at 10.30, taking us right into 1984. If you can't join us at Overton Square, you can watch us here on TV5, and also you can hear the simulcast in stereo, uh, some of your favorite videos, music videos of 1983 on FM100. So all tonight, 10.30 is when it begins, New Year's Eve at Overton Square. Steve Kern. Excuse me, let me tell you something. You know, we're scheduled to wrestle uh, Sabu and I think Norvell Austin tomorrow. Well, I've been back there talking to Mr. Coffee, and I've talked to Eddie Marlin on the phone. And if it's all right with Hart, if he's got enough guts, he'll put them Moondogs back where they belong, back in the ring with us. And I know that you've said it'll be all, all right. right. Cards change, they will wrestle the Moondogs. All right, so it's going to be uh, the Moondogs against them uh, then tomorrow. Card, card change, have you got that? Okay, and this uh, is what? Sabu and Norvell will go down uh, in here, and the Moondogs will be against, uh, against the That's right, that's right. We want right back in there with the Moondogs. And I want to say this. I know the Moondogs are back there watching, and I know they're laughing. Well, you can come on out here now, boys, because I'm ready for you. I think you'll remember the last time we met you. I think we'll remember the last time that you went down to the hospital. Well, there's going to be a little repeat, only this time you ain't going to be coming back. You're not going to be running roughshod over this area because the fabulous ones are here to stay. No idea where Stan is. Maybe he's holiday or something, or laid up, or... No idea, but he's wrestling, but he's just not on TV, and he didn't seem to be in Steve's corner against Dundee. Friday night, January 6th, Brownsville, Tennessee, Old Haywood Gym on College Hill. Fabulous ones will be there. Bruce Brothers also on that card. Terry Taylor, the Grapplers. Tickets are on sale right now. That is Friday night, January 6th in Brownsville, Tennessee. Same night. January 6th, Championship Wrestling will be in Blytheville, Arkansas, too, at the American Legion Arena. On that card, Big Joe LaDuke, Dutch Mantell will be there. The King, Jerry Lawler, Rock and Roll Express, A-Team. That's in Blytheville on Friday night, the 6th. Saturday, the 7th, in Savannah, Tennessee. Fabulous ones are on that card. Next Saturday night, Hart will be there, too, with some of the first family members. Remember, that is next Saturday night, the 7th, up in Savannah. Sunday night, January 8th, 3 o'clock will be wrestling time on the 8th. Next Sunday, in Jackson, Tennessee. All the big stars are going to be there. Lawler, LaDuke, the fabulous ones, Mantell, Bruce Brothers, Rock and Roll Express, the Grapplers. Now, next Sunday, the box office in Jackson will be open at 12 noon for advanced tickets. And remember that uh, wrestling is at 3 o'clock next Sunday, January 8th, up in Jackson, Tennessee. Friday night, the 13th, in Batesville, Mississippi. Tickets at uh, South Panola High School. 7.30 will be wrestling time. By the way, you buy your tickets in advance for Batesville Wrestling, and you save $1. So go ahead and get them. And have your tickets, and you'll be ready for the action on Friday the 13th. Saturday the 14th, Lexington, Tennessee, championship wrestling action. Then in uh, weeks ahead, on Friday the 20th in Halls, Tennessee, at Halls High School. Saturday the 21st in Mariana, Arkansas. Saturday, January 28th, championship wrestling will be returning to Jonesboro, Arkansas. And on Saturday, January 28th, championship wrestling in Paris, Tennessee. Remember, Friday night, January 6th, championship wrestling in both Brownsville, Tennessee, and Blytheville, Arkansas. Right now, we're going to go back over to the desk and Lance. Okay, Dave, looking forward to all the big action taking place in there. And uh, sitting right here with me, the world heavyweight champion. And this, my friend, is the symbolic, uh, symbolic belt that uh, they were talking about just a moment ago, and this is what it's all about. This belt will be at stake tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock. Uh, when Nick Bockwinkle defends this belt against Jerry the King Lawler. Okay, Nick, I had asked you, uh, coming up on about, uh, in particular, the one tomorrow afternoon where you're going against Lawler. Uh, Lawler does have a decision in the past over you. 
I was asking you about the butterflies and, and uh, the nervousness and so forth like that about losing the title, and we got interrupted uh, with a little scrap there. Any professional who doesn't go into the ring with a certain degree of nervousness, he either doesn't care or he's quit inside. So that means that Mr. Lawler has butterflies. That means that I have them. It's anxiety. It's a combination of desire and everything that's going to go into all of your entire career. And Mr. Lawler... You claim and you have this victory over me? Okay, fine. At this point, I'm going to say big deal. But what it really does come down to is when we crawl into that pit tomorrow, regardless of what was said here today, you and I know that once the bell rings and you slap me up alongside of the head and I slap you up alongside of the head, we're in the pit of hell. And as this man said, well, Mr. Lawler will go about and just do anything he can to come out on top. And that is bottom line, isn't it? And I will do anything that I must. So I doubt in my mind that you've got enough ability to make it a scientific match. I do. But when it's for the heavyweight championship of the world, get it. I'm going to do anything that's necessary, as he said earlier, like you, to come out on top of this. Well, I um, know one thing that uh, regardless of the outcome of it, and obviously the folks of this area are interested in seeing Jerry the champion. It is going to be a whale of a fight. Thank you for being with us today. It's your pleasure. Nick Bockwinkle, the world heavyweight champion. And for Dave Brown, this is Lance Russell saying bye-bye, everybody. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is it. We have just watched the last championship. No, I don't. We have just time enough to say goodbye and read what's happening on the uh, thing today. What happened? Today? All right, the Moondogs won their match. Bruce or the crowd is not what I live by. Maybe Mr. Lawler does, but not I. Okay, the world heavyweight champion, I'll tell you. Regardless of what you got to say about him, he is the champion. He has been the champion. And it is going to be one whale of about tomorrow because I know a man that wants to be the champion. Till we see you next week at the regular time. This is Lance Russell for Dave Brown. That's it, that's it, that time, we're done. So ladies and gentlemen, we've just completed 1983. Completed it, mate, completed it. We've done, it's gone. Next week, we're on a new week and a new year and a new network. Lots of things happening in the lines of Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to cover 1983 for you fine folk out there. Hopefully you've enjoyed every step of the way. Next week, we start a new adventure. Take my hand and we shall skip gaily down 1984 to see familiar faces, some unfamiliar faces, and uh, everything in between. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much, very, very much for listening. If you can, please leave a review wherever your uh, podcast app allows. Please follow us on Twitter slash x at memphis cast visit us youtube.com forward slash at memphis cast com forward slash at memphis or not no, just forward slash memphis cast uh, find us on the place to be wrestling network follow the place to be wrestling network on twitter at ptbn wrestling follow the north south connection on twitter at no so pod network follow find and follow and listen to friends of the show our vantage point acid wash memories book in the territory greetings from allentown between the sheets um Stick to Wrestling Drum Academy and any other fine podcast out there that covers uh, retro old school wrestling. Um, but yeah, enjoy yourselves. Um, for those of you in America, have a nice Thanksgiving. We'll see you again next Saturday. Don't forget this coming Monday, we're covering uh, Hamburg All Stars, where we'll be covering the 28th of February 1976. But without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, 
Thank you very much once again. Thank you very much to the fine folk of Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you very much to Lance Russell, Dave Brown, and Jerry Jarrett. And until next time. Adore, Adore,